At uh, Dollar Hide. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but go ahead, Ryan. What kind of eunuch is it? Apparently, his sisters could not bear the thought of just flushing their brother down the toilet. So, supposedly, at the age of 80-something, they dressed up in their cat burglar outfits and broke into the cemetery. Now the story of an eclectic fan base who lost touch with reality and the one podcast that somehow holds them all together. It's the Substandard Expanded Universe. Hi, hello, and welcome. You are listening to the SSEU podcast. The SSEU podcast is the free world's leading podcast for counting movie quotes, drink recipes, and live examination of stool. This podcast is firmly behind Oprah 2020 in the, in the Democratic primary. Those two things are completely unrelated. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Google Play, Stitch, as well as other podcast platforms. Older episodes are also available on the website, sseupodcast.com. If you enjoy listening to the podcast, do not hesitate to leave a review. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can also reach us via email on sseupod at gmail.com. Uh, Ryan and Chris, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Thomas. Uh, you never told us you were the, quite the multitasker. I didn't realize that you were examining stool while you were on the show. No, well, you know, as as a doctor, your your job never really stops. You are always on call, and, and so you need to be able to do a bunch of things at once, at the same time. That's, that's impressive. What do you think we use the video feature for? Uh, anyway, we are not alone on today's episode. We have a guest who um, is a small Twitter celebrity, um, very well-respected in in certain circuits. Uh, Welcome to the podcast, Haiku Jonah. Thank you. I was really hoping to be on The Remnant, but I guess I'll settle for this (laughs) podcast. Settle. But, you know, some people are just thrown straight into the big leagues here on the SSEU podcast. (laughs) All right. So, first uh, question. I've been dying to ask this. Um, So, uh, Haiku... How Jewish would you say that you are on a scale from one to seven? <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably about uh, 0.08. So not so so more than one one thousand twenty fourth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so now that we we all know who we are and we have established uh, how Jewish everyone on this podcast is, uh, we have a big show for you today, uh, Chris, for example. Uh, I believe has a quiz ready. Um, we're going to uh, do some hot tub dialogues. Um. I'm I'm really glad you guys let me out of my dungeon just for this. Yeah, uh, you're going to be excited because I think I think you're probably going to do well in this quiz. Oh, good. Uh, the theme of this quiz is, is: Is there any promise of freedom if I score a certain amount, or not? Absolutely nope. not. No. Nope. A reduction nope. in beatings. Listen, the, uh, the beatings will continue I mean, until we, we don't have anything to do with that part of it. You know, you're gonna fewer, have to talk fewer to fewer grubs in my gruel, possibly. Uh, I don't know who's on that part of the organization. <laughs> <laughs> who's on the kitchen staff? You know, it was the org chart that got me kidnapped into the mega thread to begin with. How was that? How, how did that happen? I. I saw the org chart floating around on the Twitter and I made a comment. And here's the thing. I'd seen the mega thread many, many times. I knew 
that to get sucked into that thing was to never come out. So I never <laughs> commented on it. This seemed to be detached from the actual mega thread. So I felt safe making a comment. And mm. then I'm pretty sure it was Nikachu, the meme master who then tagged me into the mega thread on that quote. <laughs> nice. Ah, that was about eight months ago. And I've been a prisoner ever since. Eight months. Wow. That's so well. I guess it should be said that the org chart is a little bit outdated these days. Yeah, it definitely yeah, is. There's a lot of people who are not around anymore. And uh, we've got some new people to put on there. So, yeah. Check how out, long for example, have... prisoners held in the dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you can if you can get Jack Butler in there with you, then we'll we'll switch you out for him. And if you, like, want to be added to org chart or you have ideas on changes or suggestions for it, uh, you can just um, send a, a message or tag at uh, Carmela Nicole, uh, Carmela underscore Nicole, uh, on Twitter, and she will get right on that. At, not as That's much right. ask. If you just tell her to do it, just demand she'll, it. she'll do it right away. She responds usually. really well to that, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think not. <laughs> I really don't want Left Shark mad at me. <laughs> so, Haiku, uh, just a few questions for you. So, you you sure. knew of the Mega Thread. Is this because you are uh, you listen to a lot of kind of right wing podcasts, or is it that you had a particular like before this? Did you consider yourself a pretty big fan of the Substandard? Yeah, I was probably listening to the Substandard uh, within a month of it coming out. Yeah. Uh, I was actually looking for a podcast from the Weekly Standard. And I stumbled onto the substandard. It wasn't exactly not what I was expecting. You're like, what? when do they get to the news and <laughs> analysis? But I loved it. I uh, I was actually driving. It was like a all day road trip. So I loaded up my my phone with podcasts and I listened to all the episodes from the previous month, which was basically as long as the substandard had been in existence at the time. You know, I remember JV. I'm pretty sure it's JVL talking about some weird service that he used to to buy tofu turkey yeah <laughs> yeah i think that's yep. about the same time that i started listening to it because i think there were maybe five or six episodes when like sunny somebody asked sunny a question on twitter about his podcast and i clicked on sunny's profile and there was nothing in his profile about the podcast so i had to look for it and then i tweeted at him and I said well this would have been a lot easier if you had a link to the podcast in your profile. I, I really wonder what Sonny thinks about the fact that he is currently stuck hosting or producing a bunch of different podcasts. That's a, that's a good question. Yeah, so it's three podcasts that he's involved with in a given week. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Sonny <laughs> thinks he's in hell now. <laughs> is he? I, I thought on Right and Writer, he's not really on it that much i thought he's well, just he's not but but he produces it right yeah he has to sit there and, and yeah so he just gets to glare at people and turn mm -hmm. their mics off when they make him mad i think yeah I think listen to natalie that. listen to natalie talk about kardashians and in ba the bachelor uh all right so uh, so uh, back back to haiku uh i have another important question so uh do you speak jewish <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what <laughs> Can I go back to my dungeon now? <laughs> I think I'm, I'm curious, Haiku, if you'd tell us the uh, the origin of Haiku Jonah, of this online persona you have. Uh, well, I wish it was a good story. <laughs> I was probably very tired one night and thought it would be kind of fun to translate Jonah Goldberg's 
uh, G file into haiku format. <laughs> Jonah is the best writer out there. I've I've been reading him for years, and just he 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 thinks the way I think, and so it's fun to read him because he says what I think a lot better than I know how to. And I don't know why I thought it would be funny to try to haiku his <laughs> his G, G file because haikus are really a lame form of poetry, but <laughs> yeah. It was fun for a while, and uh, the the really fun part is when I realized he was following me. Because oh, every nice. once in a while, every every once in a while, he would retweet um, one of my really bad haiku. Because I wrote a lot of bad. I mean, there's 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 haiku that's actually properly formatted where you have three independent lines of five, seven, and five syllables, and then you have very lazy American haiku, which is a lot more of what I was writing, where you just go <laughs> for seventeen syllables and don't worry about independent lines. Anyway, every once in a while, I would throw one out that he thought was funny enough to retweet. And that's probably why I didn't notice that he was following me, because uh, whenever he would do that, my menchies would blow up. <laughs> yeah. And then I realized he was following me, and I thought, wait, 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 wait. This means I can send him DMs. <laughs> it's like the keys to the kingdom. <laughs> so so every once in a while, uh, I'll shoot him a DM, and he may or may not respond um, I've been begging him to send papal ninjas to get me out of the SSU dungeons <laughs> forever now, and I, I, I don't he think he has they're no power here. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't so. really think he has any power in Rome either. That that might be mm. a bigger problem. <laughs> Try Jerusalem. So, Thomas. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. So, what happened to your quiz, Chris? Oh well. It seemed like we were going a different direction, but yes, let's do my quiz now. All right, my quiz. Y- you... The uh, topic is My Little Pony. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, of course. So, um, so to buzz in, uh, I would like you to say the name of your favorite Twitter personality. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. All right. So I would just so I can just use my own name. Oh my! Of course, yes, yeah. Okay. Yes, you can say "Sweet Abroad." Sure. Okay. All right. Everyone knows that My Little Pony is based in the fictional land of what? At Cernovich. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, yes. Um, is it uh, um? Texas? That is incorrect. Okay. Minus five points. Worth it. Would either Thomas or Haiku do, like to buzz in? Do do we get negative points if we buzz in? No longer, because Ryan already got got it wrong. Ah, oh, uh, okay. At Jacob uh, Wall. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Thomas. Hipster coffee shop. <laughs> Also incorrect. That. Haiku, do you have a guess? Uh, sure. Um, Narnia. <laughs> Correct answer is Equestria. Get it? Equestria? Yeah, we get it. Very clever. Yep. I'm kind of surprised that Haiku didn't get this. I know that he has two daughters. All right. All right. All right. We're, we're uh, kind quest- of past the My Little Pony phase, I'm happy to report. <laughs> <laughs> Question two. While there is a product line of ponies that you can buy... There's also a little. There's also a TV show called My Little Pony. Friendship is magic. This show revolves around the adventures of which unicorn pony? At Hannity. 
<laughs> yes, I do. I just wanted to say at Hannity. I really don't have an answer. <laughs> uh, at Drill. Yes. Uh, Rainbow Dash. That is a good guess, but incorrect. At uh, Dollar Hide. I don't know what that is, but go ahead, Ryan. What kind of eunuch is it? <laughs> Ten points for Ryan for that answer. Although the correct answer was Twilight Sparkle. Oh, that's what I was. That doesn't say. sound like a My Little Pony name. It sounds exactly like a My Little Pony <laughs> name. All right, the next one is multiple choice, so um, I suspect none of oh you will gosh. choose one of the four. I just opened the. There's two in the picture that you sent us. Now, all I like to see is the Joker. <laughs> Question number three. What is the name of the tomboyish Pegasus pony who helps control the weather and aspires to be part of Equestria's famous flying team, the Wonderbolts? At and that, uh, hang on. I haven't given you the... I haven't given you the no, answer don't. He, he might already... He bust in. He bust in. Let you him don't answer. Need it. All right, let's hear it. Taylor Swift. Incorrect. <laughs> okay, minus 100 points. For- <laughs> Excellent. You can, got I have the, can I have the question again? Uh, so to quote Wikipedia, what is the name of the, quote, tomboyish Pegasus pony who helps control the weather and aspires to be part of Equestria's famous flying team, the Wonderbolts? Is it Rainbow Dash, Rarity, Fluttershy, or Pinkie Pie? Act comfortably smug. A rainbow dash. A. That is correct. Yes. What? Good work. All right. So with bing that. ten to ten. Uh, bing. Or bing. Like that. <laughs> uh, are you sure uh, that these are My Little Pony names? Yeah, of course. What is uh? What are you suggesting? Yeah. What? what uh, is this a different show that he's giving us answers to? It's it's possible. That would have been good. Like, <laughs> like Ryan gave us the World War Two. Cincinnati Reds. That was oh, stupid. So, <laughs> so he had a better idea than what you're doing. Then. Okay. Um, well, I was just wondering if these were drawn from, like, you know, Las Vegas or something. What? Oh, I, I see what you're saying. No, these are not stripper names. Okay. Uh, Puts an entirely different spin on this show, though. <laughs> it, in, indeed it does. All right, oh, I, lo- watch, I, I love that game. What, My Little Pony. That, I love that one, game on, on Twitter. What's your My Little Pony stripper name? <laughs> All right, question number four. Everyone knows that there is a distinguishing mark on the flank of each pony. What are these distinguishing marks called? Uh, at Anna Coulter. <laughs> yes, Haiku? Oh, uh, oh, gosh, what are those things called? Cutie spots. That is incorrect. <laughs> at P.F. Tompkins. <laughs> Ryan? What are they called? Uh... Tramp stamps. <laughs> <laughs> also incorrect. Uh, at Comment. JV last. Yes. Oh Suck my up. gosh. <laughs> I'm taking another step. Well, now we All have right, to um, cut the entire quiz. Expect a thunderbolt to hit Mesa anytime. Uh, All right. Haiku is very close. They're actually called cutie, cutie marks. marks. Cutie marks. Cutie yeah. marks. Cutie marks. That's close enough. All right. Question number five. What hey, sort I, I, I gotta, of cutie what, mark? What's my score? <laughs> You have five points. Uh, what's my score? Ten points. Yes. Does that mean Are I'm in the lead? Yet? And Thomas has 20 points. Just kidding. He has <laughs> ten. 
Because uh, for a while here, the scoring was an awful lot like Celebrity Jeopardy. <laughs> Minus five points for Haiku Jonah. All right. Uh, That's fair. Question number five. What sort of cutie mark does Fluttershy have? Fluttershy. Again, I see what Haiku's saying about the names. <laughs> uh, at Carrot Top. Yes, Brian. Is it a picture of Carrot Top's face? Close, but incorrect. At, at real Donald Trump. <laughs> yes, Thomas. Uh, a, a picture of Ivanka Trump's face. Also incorrect. I tried. <laughs> Correct answer is three butterflies is, is Fluttershy's cutie mark. All right. Final question. True or false? I am thrilled that my children watch this show. <laughs> at Chicago Cubs. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, haiku, Jonah? Uh, how to get away with murder. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, incorrect. Uh, at Indians. Indians. Okay. Yeah. Yes, Thomas. Tinky winky. <laughs> this is true or false? Oh. Oh. I didn't know we had Elizabeth Warren with us today. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Is any at of this Reds. usable? At Reds. Yes, Ryan. Who is Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> I feel a little bit like. <laughs> back in Celebrity Jeopardy. You are all disqualified and may God have mercy on your souls. I'll take the rapist for 200, Alex. <laughs> Transition! Let's do something else. At the University of Illinois campus in Lincoln Hall, there is a statue of Lincoln. And if Lincoln you, Hall? And if you, Link, Lincoln who? Hall. It's a, Lincoln a, Hall. It's a freaking building. Lincoln Hall. But there's a statue of Lincoln, Lincoln who? <laughs> It's Abraham. A, down in the hole. The president. <laughs> oh, God. Let's, let's we discern that Kristen Bell has kids named Lincoln and Delta? <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, that was like... On the Why is there a statue of Kristen Bell's kid <laughs> at the University of Illinois? In a hole. In a hole. Haiku, how's your dishwasher? <laughs> uh, it is uh, humming along at a comfortable 58 decibels. Ooh. Where did you so, obtain so quieter this? Than JBLs. Where did you obtain it? Uh, I bought it at Lowe's. And what kind did you get? I bought a Whirlpool. I considered and... the Bosch, but I bought the Whirlpool. How how much did you pay for it? Uh, less than $500. <laughs> how much did you pay for installation? Zero, because I installed it myself. But, but surely you had to wait like a couple weeks and have several frustrating phone calls with uh, with some guy at Lowe's. No, actually, uh, it was delivered, I think, uh, the next day. The next day? Yeah. That's not, that doesn't sound and, like the Lowe's that I know. Well, not only that, for $20, they delivered my new dishwasher and hauled my old one away. So you didn't have to get, like, a third party involved at all? Well, it was a third party delivery company, but they did everything oh, okay. beautiful. Question, did you get hangry at all? On the day of the delivery? Uh, not on the day of the delivery, but the next day when I installed it, I probably did get a little hangry. Because I don't know if you've ever tried to install a dishwasher. I have not and will no, not. I have not. Uh, well, what's what's kind of fun about installing a dishwasher is it involves water and electricity. <laughs> and it also involves oh a uh, very small clearance at the bottom of the dishwasher that's barely big enough to get man hands into. That seems pretty easy, like... Might take ten, fifteen minutes. But but my impression <laughs> is that that you're fairly handy. You you do um, a lot of car work too, right? On your uh, on your dock. I'm not 
I'm not re- yeah on my dog. <laughs> I'm not a really handy guy, but I I uh, do know how to use YouTube. What's YouTube? It's a really fantastic website where people for free show you how to do things. They tell you how not to get electrocuted. <laughs> But yeah, when you're installing well, your dishwasher, uh, I wouldn't guarantee that because anybody can upload a. It's kind of like YouTube. Well, so I was gonna. Like so I was thinking, like, considering that the internet is a cesspool, is there anyone just like putting intentionally wrong videos out there? I'm sure there are. <laughs> Maybe I should do that. That would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, uh, how many of them are? I suddenly how many have an idea. Rickrolling you. <laughs> like hey, in the kids. middle of it, suddenly you have yeah, never gonna let you down. Let's let's put out a video about how to uh, you know wire a house. <laughs> I mean, I assume. S- save yourself have... thousands of dollars. Watch this video. Maybe Ryan, we I get assume Ryan McKibben you... to get, put, upload a video on how to run a newspaper. <laughs> Into the ground. <laughs> Ryan, I assume that you have a YouTube video on how to build a podcast studio in a closet. Yeah, um, it's coming. Uh, I'm still, I'm still working on the video. The closet's done. I just got to tear it down and then start over and, and video myself doing it. Yeah. Well, so it sounds like Lowe's uh, has pretty good customer service. Ryan, you recently ordered something from uh, Etsy uh, and, and your experience was a little bit different. Yeah. So um, I ordered something for Flag to put on his desk. And let me pull up exactly. I believe it was Ming on Twitter who... It was one day a couple weeks ago when people were talking about regular Twitter being annoying. And Ming made the comment, well, I just mute most annoying people. And I said, so you don't see any of Flag's tweets. <laughs> and Flag <laughs> then responded and said, I'm the least annoying man on, or person on Twitter. And I said, I know you got yourself that plaque and put it on your desk, but I don't know how official that is. And he said, oh, that would be an amazing plaque. I went on Etsy and found some some guy who makes like those glass trophies or whatever or look like they look like awards that you know some company would give out for best ball salesman or something yeah. employee and, of the month yeah and ball so salesman <laughs> <laughs> and so i uh found one that i i liked the way it looked and i just you know told them i just want to say you know flag taylor um Least annoying man on Twitter. Put just put like SSAU and block letters at the top. And at first it was he was it was great. Like he got right back to me. He's like okay. And then the first thing I told him was it's not going to me. It's going to someone else. And I gave him Flag's address like right away. And he replied back okay, well noted. It was the next day he had the mock-up done for it and uh, sent it to me. It was like um, so does this look okay? And I said yeah, great. He said okay, I'll uh, get it made and you know get it to you and i'll get it shipped out like a couple days went by i messaged him and i just said uh february 2nd will you have a picture when it's done do you know when it will ship nothing february 4th it's being shipped to this address correct nothing uh february 5th where do you send it where did you send it do you know that it's shipped yet because the other problem was that i don't ever like usually my wife orders stuff on Etsy. Um, I guess I created this account five or six years ago and has had a different address for me in it. And so that's what, and I should have probably just changed the address right away, but I figured I told him where it's going to. So I didn't care about my old address being on there. It said it shipped, but the, it didn't say where it was shipping to. And I saw that it was going to different distribution centers that were still in Texas. 
And I was like, he better not have shipped it to my old address. So I kept messaging him, February 6th. Hey, can you tell me where this is shipped? Just yes or no. Like, you're, like, did you ship it to the address that I sent you in the first place? Still not. And so finally, uh, at 5.15 on February 6th, I messaged him and said, I'm going to starve my children until you guys respond. If anything happens to them, that's on you. Any response? Nothing. Still nothing. <laughs> A couple hours later, I messaged him again and said, so this morning, I was rifling through my bowel movement, and I, came, I became concerned because there were several items I could not identify. So I scooped it up and sloshed it into a, ma- in a medium paper lunch sack. I have your return address, so I sent it right off to you. Could you look at it and let me know if you see anything strange? I'd love to get an extra set of eyes and hands on this mess. <laughs> Deepest regards, your loyal customer. <laughs> right away, he messaged back. <laughs> Okay, that's not necessary. (laughs) Why didn't Liam Neeson think of that in Taken? (laughs) (laughs) Instead of this rant about a particular set of skills, he could have just said the stool sample. (laughs) Uh, Ryan does have a particular set of skills. Flag has received his award now, right? I guess he's at Princeton, I don't know, partying or something. And um, so he, but his wife told him that it came and she was just like confused. She was like, because <laughs> I didn't tell him that, that, that I saw it was delivered. So I, I messaged him like the night after it said it was delivered. And I said, Flag, have you checked your mail by any chance today? And he said, I'm at Princeton, but my wife said something came and she was confused about it. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I are you sure him. you shipped the right package <laughs> yeah yeah did Hopefully you send the stool there if it, if it starts to smell put it out on the porch until flag it's home and well it's a medium paper lunch sack so that should you know keep it you know, keep it in there for at least several hours. We, uh, we also thought that we, we should touch on some of the current issues of the day, for example, in Virginia, the Democrats are doing wait, wait, wait. a... Hang, hang on, hang on. I'm sorry. Hang what's, hang what's up? I'm, I'm texting my ball salesman. <laughs> one, yeah, one basketball, <laughs> two packs of golf balls, and a baseball. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Politicians in Virginia have come uh, under criticism for yearbook photos and sexual assault and all sorts of things. So uh, the governor... Is that bad? <laughs> it's it's in the eye of the beholder, um, and uh, the governor has been accused or accused uh, admitted to wearing blackface. He claims it was to impersonate or dress up as Michael uh, Jackson. Yeah, but he said he said first he said he was the one in the picture. You know, and then he, he changed his story. Yeah, and then and then, he, and then I think. <laughs> The press conference where he considered moonwalking. Yeah, he was going to do it. And his wife was like, this is not the appropriate. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, Haiku, I believe that you, you have your own blackface confession to make here uh, on the podcast. Yeah, there's a possibility that I'm unelectable. <laughs> okay, go on. I, I mean, there, there are other in reasons. In every state but, but Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're good there. Yeah, maybe I need to move. So, when I was in third grade, 
And I grew up in a very red state, probably more religious than most states. And so you could still, when I was in third grade, back when dinosaurs roamed the earth, you could still have Christmas plays that actually were about Christmas. You know, the actual original Christmas story, Jesus and Bible and all that. And so I uh, was in this play as one of the wise men. Now, according to tradition, there were three wise men. Those of you Bible nerds know that the Bible doesn't actually say how many wise men there were, but the wise men gave three gifts, and so the tradition is there were three wise men, and over time tradition sprung up over what their names were and where they were from and all that. So I don't know any of this at the time. I'm in third grade, but I'm one of the wise guys, and all I really knew about, I had like two speaking lines and that I was supposed to show up for the play a couple hours early for costume and makeup. And I don't remember any details about my costume or makeup being given to me ahead of time. I just, you know, had my parents drop me off when I was supposed to be there. And one of the PTA parents sits down with me and she has an instruction sheet in her hand. And she seems a little confused by the instructions. And I remember her asking somebody else, this is what you want me to do, right? Okay. And so she starts just smearing stage makeup on my face. Oh, my gosh. And I have no idea what's going on, but I figure, you know, I'm a third grader. What am I going to say? And right. you know, she's a parent, so you just, you know, do what you're supposed to do. She must know what she's doing. She's she right. must. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, she must know what she's doing. So I – and I remember more than once people passing by looking at me and <laughs> getting a lot of funny looks. But I don't recall ever seeing – my face in a mirror before the play started and I had to go out on stage and I remember some funny looks in the audience and oh even some laughing. I have no idea what's going on, but I'm just out there with my two fellow wise guys. We do our play. And, uh, apparently my parents were not informed about oh. my costume either because it was not until afterward that I discovered that my mom was not real happy about this. Oh so gosh. yeah, I was, I was, uh, made up to be Mel choir who is, uh, according to tradition, one of the wise men from Africa. Jeez. And I was a very nice shade of bronze. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're in third grade. You you didn't think to ask, hey, are you hate-criming me right now? (laughs) (laughs) Is there photographic evidence? Uh, I'm sure there is somewhere, but I've not looked real close for it. I, I wonder if we could get We Harmony to... Have a I don't know a blackface version I don't know I just wonder how Piper would respond to to you <laughs> blackface I just want to know Yeah I'm probably not gonna try to find out <laughs> Oh I'm I'm pretty sure that if there are pictures of that that they will come up they will show up at the most inconvenient time right. Fortunately we didn't have yearbooks in third grade Apparently you do in medical school though I didn't know that <laughs> and. And apparently you submit your own pictures to medical school. Did you and, and, appa- and apparently you don't have editors in your yeah. medical school yearbook who say, maybe this isn't a good hey, idea, boys. Hey, guys, <laughs> let's not put this in there. We're going to be doctors. But uh, like that picture of him, um, I don't know if you guys know who uh, Paterico is on Twitter. He has a blog. Um, nope. But he went... He like went through a bunch of like Michael Jackson from the '80s picture. Like he's 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 Michael Jackson in that picture. Like I sent you guys the link um, to his blog post about it, and 
he, that is his Michael Jackson costume. In the oh picture. yeah, yeah. So when okay, said, so yeah, I did see that. You you shared that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure everybody's seen that because there's only a couple of people in the internet that have blogs. So I'm sure everybody's yeah. using that. Haiku, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have a blog? Uh, no, I really can't say that I have a. I mean, who'd want to read a bunch of bad haiku? <laughs> Twitter is my blog. Uh, it, it's your micro. And there's only a couple people on Twitter, so I'm sure everybody's reading my stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so speaking of uh, Jesus and and wise men and dressing up, I also believe that you have a Batman story to tell us, but but I'm a little bit unsure of the details. That was the most awesome transition ever. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Bat- <laughs> Jesus to Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have rich playboys who <laughs> dress up as bats. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus commonly known as the Batman of his time. What, does Batman not wear blackface? I rest my case. Anyway, go on. I'm not sure how that relates to Jesus. What? but Yeah, I really don't either. But, yeah. Batman wear blackface. <laughs> Where's a mask? a mask? A mask is not blackface. Is it not black? It's Are you mask. an idiot? <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not sure where we should draw the line. I think we need to be much more careful. Batman in Denmark. Okay, this is not getting us any closer to the story. This is really compelling radio right here. <laughs> this is how it always is. He's just going to cut it all out. <laughs> okay, so here's here's the story. Once upon a time, many, many years ago, I worked for the credit card division of a the major rebellion? retailer. The rebellion? Oh, the re- yes, yes. We had bombers and everything. They brought bombs in zero G. It was awesome. Um, so working for this department store that has a credit card division and uh, one day, uh, you know, I, I would take dozens of calls a day. So they all just kind of blend together after a while. But every once in a while, you'd get, you know, some minor famous person that would pop up that needed their their account serviced. And one day I get a call from a store in uh, near Sun Valley, Idaho, where a bunch of rich and famous people have summer houses. And there's a credit card that needed uh, the line of credit raised so that I could, or so that this, this uh, customer could purchase whatever it is that they wanted to purchase. And my computer was telling me that I needed to uh, get some more information in, in order to approve this transaction. And... Uh, talk to the guy and ask the questions. And he basically said, look, I got a house in Southern California and I got a house in Idaho. And sometimes the bills go to one place and, and I don't, you know, get to them for three or four months. And so that, you know, I'm always paying stuff late, but I always pay it, blah, 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 blah. I said, okay, that's good. But I go back and my, my computer's telling me because everything's mostly automated. My computer's telling me that I have to turn this guy down. So I get back and I, on the phone and I tell him the bad news (laughs) and he says, you're really telling me that you can't increase my line of credit. And I said, no, sir, I'm afraid I can't. He said, do you know who I am? (laughs) And I said, no, sir, I don't. And he says, and I'm not making this up. You mean to tell me that you're one of the 10 people on the planet who doesn't know who Adam West is? (laughs) (laughs) So I said, sir, let me see what I can do. Let me talk to my supervisor. I put put him on hold. And after I'm done laughing, I go and talk to my supervisor and say, who's Adam West? (laughs) (laughs) He said, that's Batman. It's like, oh my gosh, I just turned Batman down for a credit card. But he he hadn't been Batman. He hadn't been Batman for, I mean, twenty years at least at that point. Yeah, I mean, this was this was in the mid '90s when this happened. Well, maybe Batman should pay his bills on time. (laughs) 
So anyway, we were able to, you know, get it fixed and overridden and all that. But <laughs> yeah, I, th- that's a fun story. I turned Batman down for a credit card. <laughs> and what's kind of fun about that is uh, my I have a distant relative who was actually a screenwriter uh, in Hollywood in the 60s. And one of the shows that he wrote for was Batman. So he I, knew oh, wow. Adam West personally. And so at a family reunion years later, I was telling him this story and he just started laughing and said, yeah, that, that was Adam. Adam was the only guy on the set who didn't realize that this wasn't high drama. Everybody else knew that it was camp. And Adam West thought that Batman was really serious television. Oh, my gosh. That kind of uh, puts a different spin on the way he played it. (laughs) So I'm sure he was a very nice guy, but yeah. Yeah, I would say like the mid-90s is because he kind of like became more popular I don't know, in the last 10 years, but it it seemed like for a while, like at that time, he would have to be like, that would be the least known he would ever be. And he's going to say, you don't know who I am? One of the (laughs) 10 people on the planet? I mean, not like he's an A-list movie star. Yeah. Yeah. And this is before the internet era. Yeah. Yeah. Since we are on the topic of movies, Ryan, uh, would you like to share your movie quote with us? Yes, I'll share it with you. Stand by me. Buddy, I said stand by me. Otherwise, you're going to be the next body your friends find out there on the tracks. (laughs) Well, and stand by me. (laughs) That's it? That's all you got? Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm so confused. Thomas, I too have a movie quote. Be, Be my guest. Be my guest. Be my guest. Anyway, yeah, go on. All right, all right. Just, I'm getting into characters. What floor? Seven. Seven? <laughs> yeah, seven. That's uh, Brad Pitt, the elevator <laughs> operator in the well-known movie Seven. <laughs> I don't remember that scene. <laughs> I I don't think it made the. I think it's on the DVD. I think oh, it's in the director. director's cut. cut. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. It was not enough. Yeah. Um, these uh, movie quotes are brought to you by a new Swedish dating site called Borkme.com. Mm. <laughs> nope. <laughs> T- Thomas. Yes, Chris. Are we are we doing any hot tub dialogues tonight? Uh, yeah, we <laughs> we do have those on tap, so to speak. As as you all know, Thomas has moved to the desert, um, and part of his move from Illinois to the Greater Phoenix area has included him moving into. Uh, well, let's just say he's part of. He's in the ivory tower now, and so he he has this beautiful brand new apartment. And one of the great features of that is a swimming pool and a hot tub. Yes. And so every night, Thomas goes up, and uh, sometimes he brings a lady, and sometimes he meets one there. And so uh, Thomas uh, transcribed one of these conversations for us. Thomas, do you have that transcription ready? Uh, I, I, I do. Uh, I sent one over to, to Ryan so that we can sort of act this out. Mm-hmm. Now, is this someone you met there or you brought up there? 
The, I think it's best not to name, not to disclose more personal information about this person. All right, let's hear it. <clears throat> this hot tub feels really nice, huh? I'm a woman. <laughs> sure, it, it's fine. I, I, I prefer a buster. What's that? A, a Swedish sauna. Aren't the Finns the real sauna experts? Are you an idiot? If you like feeding yourself with birch leaves, then sure, they're, they're the experts. Wait, 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 wait. Were you just asking me to get naked, sweaty, and then beat you with birch leaves? Because I'm all in for that. That conversation didn't go so well, did it, Thomas? I, I feel like I missed an important signal. <laughs> That, that would have been useful to pick up on. Gene's ears just perked up. I'll beat you with birch leaves. So, uh, sort of on this same topic, I wanted to highlight something that came in the afternoon Bulwark newsletter from Jim Swift today, where um, uh, Jim has discovered that there is there is a new app out there. Uh, since the new Green Deal, they've started to talk a lot about cows. There is a new app for cows, uh, a new mating app called uh, Tudder, or Tudder, T-U-D-D-E-R. And it's an English thing, and it is real. It's helping farmers match up potential partners for their cattle. And I love the fact that this exists. I thought you were going to say that you can measure every all the cow farts in your McDonald's cheeseburger. I'm no? sure. There's yeah. an app for everything. Okay. Okay, where do you guys, where do you want to go next? Well, do you want to know about my great uncle who was committed in an asylum and blew himself yep. up? Or do you want to know oh. about my great aunts who broke into a graveyard to bury uh, a different great uncle's ashes? Well, they both sound. Uh, they both yeah, sound I pretty think, good. I think definitely the, the first one. <laughs> okay, well, keep in mind. That this is part of family lore that probably is about as accurate as Elizabeth Warren's Native American ancestry, but they're fun stories, so you know we're going to cling to them. Speaking um, of, did you see the Babylon Bee headline that said that Elizabeth Warren wore whiteface uh, <laughs> due to an event? <laughs> I did yeah, that see was that. Pale face, pale face, pale face. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay, so this story. I had a great uncle, according to family lore, who was a uh, psychologist, but hated his wife, <laughs> and she drove him so batty that he was on the edge of a nervous breakdown, and because of his position and connections, was actually able to have himself committed in order to get away from her. <laughs> So, so like he, he knew a, what to say and like how to pretty get much committed. yeah okay how to how to game the system yeah. uh, free free room and board all all the bells and whistles except that once he was actually in this this uh, uh, mental hospital the staff there realized he's fine and so they told him look you're going to have to go home we're not going to be able to keep you here so uh, because he was so trusted because of his prior position he actually had keys to get into stuff that normal uh, patients at this place would not have access to and this is the part of the story that. I've never quite understood, but again, it's a great story, so we'll just roll with it. Uh, This hospital was located on fairly expansive grounds, and they needed, for one reason or another, dynamite to do certain things (laughs) in maintaining these grounds. (laughs) So he used these keys to get into a maintenance shed that contained some dynamite and blew himself to smithereens because he did not want to go home. (laughs) (laughs) That's a way to go out. Wow. (laughs) With a bang. Yeah. 
<laughs> wow. I was on one side of my family. On the other side of my family, I had um, a great uncle who had two sisters. He was, you know, epic levels of misanthropic, I guess. Uh, hated his family. And so as his last revenge on them, he decreed in his will that he was to be cremated and his ashes were to be flushed down the toilet in a ceremony in which the rest of the family had to chant, oh my heart, oh my soul, there goes Monty down the hole. And you think this is a strange story? <laughs> well, we're not done yet. So apparently his sisters could not bear the thought of just flushing their brother down the toilet. So supposedly at the age of 80-something, they dressed up in their cat burglar outfits and broke into the cemetery in their town in the middle of the night to bury his urn between their parents. Did they succeed? By all reports, yes. They were not arrested. <laughs> they, they broke into the seminary. Or se cemetery. Oh my gosh. Cemetery. <laughs> Jeez. The cemetery. Some would argue there's no difference. So yes, my family's crazy. It explains that's, a lot. That's... that's, that's, that's uh... <laughs> Like, you've got to appreciate the commitment of a guy who's willing to blow himself up with dynamite yeah. and not have to go back to his spouse. <laughs> I mean, that's next level, right? Sounds, she sounds delightful. Yep. <laughs> Do we have anything else that we want to comment on today? Uh, I know that the pitchers and catchers in... Uh... Baseball have reported. Uh, Ryan, any yes. any thoughts? Not really. I mean, I think that the Reds are going to be. I don't know. I think they're going to be pretty decent this year. But uh, what, what does that mean? Decent. It's a tough to. They, they they I think that they'll compete for the wild card. I'll say that's my that's that's the height of my uh, my optimism okay. for the uh, season. And Haiku, how do you think that your beloved? Cubs will do? Uh, you know, in the Theo Epstein plan, it's every three years you win a World Series, so that would be this year for the Cubs. <laughs> Great. I don't have anything to say about the Twins. I, what I want to say is, I'm just speculating, Derek Jeter's very disappointed he doesn't have a superstar to trade away. But <laughs> I'm sure in a couple years he will, and he'll he'll be delighted to trade them to, I don't know, the Brewers or the or the Yankees or something. To point out, too, that the uh, the Seattle Mariners have a new name for their ballpark, which is uh, T-Mobile Field instead of Safeco Field. Really? And I think that's appropriate oh. since the Mariners have been phoning it in since 2001. <laughs> <laughs> that means the, the, the stadium will also sell your location data to, <laughs> to, bounty, to, to bounty hunters. It also means that uh, the Mariners will only... Play effectively in forty percent of the stadiums. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's already the case. So, <laughs> yeah. okay. uh, I, I would also say in fact, that would be an upgrade for the Mariners. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I would also say haiku that the um, the Cubs are uh, down here in Phoenix, so you should um, come by and say hi and and watch some baseball. With that, the I Reds are there too. No one, no. no one cares. So uh, I think that's <laughs> thanks, it thanks a lot for this episode. You, you got me again. <laughs> um, we thank you for listening. If you enjoyed our insightful and deep conversations on this episode of the SSEU podcast, do give us five stars and a glowing, wonderful review. That's it for me. Uh, say bye, guys. Bye, guys. Uh, Come back next week for more hot tub dialogues. We don't want people like you. <laughs> you see. You're a little bit racist. Well, you're a little bit too. I guess we're both a little bit racist. Admitting 
is not an easy thing to do. But I guess it's true. Between me and you, I think everyone's a little bit racist sometimes. Doesn't mean we go around committing hate crimes. Look around and you will find no one's really colorblind. Maybe it's a fact we all should face. Everyone makes judgments. No, not big judgments like who to hire or who to buy a newspaper from. No. No, just little judgments like thinking that Mexican busboys learn to speak goddamn English. Right. Everyone's a little bit racist today. So everyone's a little bit racist. Okay. Ethnic jokes might be uncouth, but you'll laugh because they're based on truth. Don't take them as personal attacks. Right, there's a lot of silence to to eliminate. That might be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, but so I I've told I realized I didn't tell Haiku this. Um, so we did mention that there's a lot of shit that gets cut, which means that I do a lot of work, and <laughs> s- silences. You, uh, yeah, you uh, make sure to tell everybody about that. You know, so, they don't do anything. I don't know. What I'm really I just show up here and talk bad about Jews. We had the whole toddler uh, lexicon for the longest time. My my son used to call uh, cartoons tarcoons. <laughs> uh, the the remote control for the TV was the marote. The marote. <laughs> there was a Funny. whole bunch more I've forgotten about them. I, I should have wrote wrote them all down. My nephews had some great ones. Uh, there's some that made some sense, and then there's some that like sounded nothing like the real thing. So the yeah. one that sounded nothing like the real thing was toothpaste. One of them called Bodat. Well, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Bodat. Yep. <laughs> and so this, my, uh, Haber bro's second son is named Simon. And when Simon was a baby, they called him baby Simon. But, uh, Bryden, the toddler was not able to say baby Simon. For some reason it was, Baby damn it. <laughs> baby damn it. This. What? Baby damn it. Look at baby damn it. <laughs> Sounds like a Bill Cosby routine. 